Community Community of Central Oregon's podcast featuring Reverend Jane Hyatt. Such a beautiful meditation. And the inspiration to use that today with dreaming actually came because of our mastermind group that I've been a part of for a year and a half. And I've, I've mentioned this before, that we were involved in dreaming this building and, and having it come to pass. But most recently, we were focusing on the outdoor space out there. When you came in, you were handed two pieces of paper. And one of them was the, the vision for for this campus, because that's what our mastermind group has been focused on, just visioning and allowing it to come forth through that dreaming process of what it may be. And a vision is, it's loose. It isn't firm, and you don't know exactly how it will grow. But we were, um, we were visioning specifically on that area out there that a bunch of our members were clearing a couple of weeks ago. And now instead of just rocks and weeds, there's rocks and a cleared space. And, and so we were thinking, what might that become? And so we went into a vision space. And what came for me was, and when you find yourself in the place just right, you will be in the garden of love and delight. And, and so, and Jim and Lawrence and some of the others had really specific things that came forth for them about what that space looked like, but we decided we would call it the Garden of Love and Delight. Isn't that a cool idea? Yeah. And, and then um, we, we had this idea, oh, there'd be like a, a hobbit entrance, you know, like a, a gate, because, you know, if it's going to be a garden, because our dear friends <laughs> are going to come around, then we need to have a tall fence. And so this, this hobbit opening would be very cool. And, and we had, you know, there's a bunch of ideas. And then Derek, stand up, please. So Derek and Lisa, uh, his wife, are, they have a place called Haven on Earth, which is their dream that they've been visioning for healing and for wildlife rescue. And they stepped up and said, well, we want to sponsor this garden. And, and so the second sheet that you have is just the description of what that might become. And Derek has a drawing that he put in there. He said, I'm, I'm going to build it. I'll bring the materials. And he's already started on it. So that's the thing about visioning that's so magical. When, when you have a vision that has a lot of life to it, the help that you need shows up. But you don't necessarily know where it's going to come from. One of the qualities of a worthy dream is that you don't have a clue how you would make this happen. You have to have help. You have to invoke higher power in order to make this come about. If you don't need that, this is not a worthy dream. It's not worth your life energy. You, you, a worthy dream is one where you have to grow. It's one where it's in alignment with your core values. 
And it, it brings life to you just thinking about it. It's like, oh, if I could create that. That's the kind of thing you want to put your life energy toward. You don't, you don't want to waste it on, oh, well, if I could walk around the block. You know, unless you're currently a paraplegic, that is not a way to do that. Because we can always, we can all manage that. But the things that, that just start bubbling up inside of us, and they begin to grow, and we don't know where they're going to lead. I love Lawrence's story about that, because I've, I've gotten to watch some of the evolution of it. He told you about how it came to him, him back in um, San Francisco in the 70s. But <clears throat> I guess it was about three years ago, Lawrence took the Prosperity Plus class with me. And one of the things that we talked about in the class was, what's your dream? You, and you were supposed to have a dream and then work all the process that she was teaching in the program. and. Lawrence changed his dream, I think, every week. <laughs> he had a lot of different iterations. Every day. Every day. <laughs> yeah. And, and sometimes it's like that when we're, we're wondering what is worth our life energy. We say, oh, maybe it's this, maybe it's that. And it's like we're shopping. You know, we're trying on all these things to see if they fit. And many of them might fit. Fit, but only one of them is going to be a wow at a time. We're going to have more than one dream in our life, but at a time, a worthy dream, we want to focus on it. And so he picked that one finally after all the others because it was sitting back there saying, well, I'm here. I'm here. In case you hadn't remembered, I'm here. You know, and finally he he did remember, he turned his attention to it. And as soon as he did that and said, it's time. Because remember he said he knew at the beginning it just wasn't time yet. As soon as he realized it's time and he committed his energy to it, then things began to move. And the next thing you know, he's creating this nonprofit. Light path, and then he's he's galvanizing people who want to help him. And I've been to some of the gatherings that they've had, and there there are a lot of people in the room. He has an idea that has excitement. And then at our last mastermind meeting, he came in and he's saying, "I just realized this eight points. He he always knew about the the four points, but he realized these are the eight points of the seasons." Not just the, the equinoxes and the solstice, but the ones in between. And he realized that there was more. He's, as he, we fall in love with people, or as we fall in love with the dream, over time we discover more about them, don't we? At least we should be. <laughs> Sometimes we get to the, yeah, yeah, I know. I've been around you for a long time now. I know you. I know what you're like. You always do this. You always say that. And that's, that's really an abuse of love. Because we need to give the people we love space to keep becoming. 
because we're all alive. And there's, there's nothing stagnant about our essence. We don't know yet who we will be. One of my favorite stories is my nephew when he was four. Somebody said, oh, Jordy, you're so cute. I'm going to put a brick on your head so you don't grow. He said, nope, I'm going all the way to college. <laughs> it's, it's just this innate knowing that there's more in us. Until our dying day, we're still unfolding who we are. We're here to dream. Not to be couch potatoes. Couch potatoes is for a rest. And then we get back up and we vision again. And we see what it is that wants to come through us. There are no spare parts here. Nobody is extraneous. All of us have beautiful, beautiful possibilities that want to come through. I'm so excited about it. You really, and, but then I thought, oh, 
I know what my schedule looks like tomorrow. And there is not an opportunity for a nap to make up the time that I didn't get to sleep from 2.30 to however long I could go at it. So I just left myself without making those notes. And, and now it's something that I have to look forward to as part of my sabbatical because I have a direction. And it's, it's so exciting to me when we have a vision that has life, it gives us more life. When we are bored, do you have any kids in your life that say, I'm bored? <laughs> We've all been those kids, right? Maybe, maybe we're actually those adults too, where oh, I'm bored. And, and that just means that we are not visioning. Because if we were visioning, something would be coming up. That's who we are and how we're meant to live. And we just never know. We never know what it will look like. It will grow. It has a life of its own, like our children that we conceive and we grow and we birth and we're holding this amazing little baby and we have no idea who this baby will become. But then we get to watch it and it just keeps morphing, right? And it's, it's so exciting to see how this dream who hasn't been embodied grows in life. Our dreams are our children. It's not just flesh and blood children. Dreams are every bit as much of children. And we all have them. And we need to invest in them. And we need to trust that our children, these dreams, are conceived by the divine. That we are not alone. We are not single parenting these dreams. We have the divine there providing everything that we need. All the connections, all the things that we can't see what it could be. All the ideas that comes to us. So this week, I want to encourage all of you to put your energy behind the dreams that you have. And if you don't have a good dream right now, sit down and start dreaming. Ask for one. It will come. And hold the dreams of Unity Community. Because that's us. And together we will make that happen. Who knows, maybe, maybe you have a piece in this, just like Derek felt that he did. Maybe there's something that only you can do. You're part of the dream. Have fun dreaming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.